Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast, a series of healthy conversations with inspiring hustlers. I'm your happy host, Madeline Carafa, self-proclaimed health enthusiast and full-time hustler. Through storytelling, I combined health, well-being and business with a fresh perspective to share the stories of some of the most influential and inspiring hustlers. Whether you're looking for an engaging and easy to digest pep talk or a boost of healthy enthusiasm to fuel your health and wellness goals, the Healthy Hustlers podcast is your go-to for kicking butt in work and play. Wowie, I am so excited to share this episode with you guys. It is literally a jam-packed with pure nuggets of gold and advice soaked in wisdom. Today, I am joined by two of the most spiritual souls I've been lucky enough to meet along this journey so far. Incredibly driven, highly influential and wise beyond their years would be a few ways to describe Chloe Zepinoski and Molly Jane co-founders of Bloom App, a meditation app that provides the tools to help people bloom through their emotions. Kundalini Yoga, a dedicated sleep section, and many more features that are proven to reduce stress, anxiety, depression, and anger while readily settling the mind and finding inner peace at any time. We dive deep. We chat about how the girls met, their inspiration for Bloom App, the impact that Bloom Talks had, and their mission to change the world. This episode of The Healthy Hustlers is proudly brought to you by Calming Blankets. Not just an ordinary blanket, Calming Blankets is Australia's favourite weighted blanket for improving sleep and reducing stress. Lovely ladies, hello and welcome to The Healthy Hustlers podcast. How are you both? Great. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yes. Thank you so much for having us. Well, thank you for having me. I feel like I need to set some context for the audience because this (laughs) is like the most exciting interview I've ever done. (laughs) This morning I was getting all the equipment ready to come and set up at your office and I thought I cannot wait till the day that I have a recording studio and walked into your office and look where we are in your own recording studio. (laughs) I'm feeling very professional. Oh, so good. Maybe we can work out a little thing where you can come in and just use this for your podcast. Oh my goodness, I would love that. (laughs) That'd be so fun. Let's chat afterwards. Absolutely. So girls, I'm super excited to chat to you today because I am absolutely in awe of what you have created. You are both such go-getters and you really fit the theme of the Healthy Hustlers. So super excited to dive into a conversation today, but I do like starting all my conversations by finding out something about the guests that most people might not necessarily know. So is there something fun or quirky or a little bit unique that your audience might not know about you? Should we do it for one another? Is it easier, like I'd say it about Chloe and Chloe says it about me? I love that. That's a great idea. Yeah? Yeah. Chloe's like, what's she going to (laughs) say? Is this risky? (laughs) Um, Okay. Do we need thinking music? Like, do, do, do. 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 (laughs) Okay. So I'll say something about Chloe. A lot of people know this though, like she's got the biggest, 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 biggest heart in the world Aww. and um, but something she doesn't know, she's hopeless on text messages <laughs> but Man. you've learned not to take it personally because she's very good at living in the moment when it's something exciting is happening, like if she's hanging out with family or if she's hanging out with little Bo, she'll just be hanging out with little Bo and I think that's really, really cool. And Chloe also, she's a true Libra. 
Oh, really? She's a true Libra. (laughs) She loves pretty things. And I love that about her. Oh, that's yeah. so nice. Even when we sat down and Chloe's like, can we put the candle in exactly. the middle? I was yeah. like, oh, I love that. <laughs> I am. I'm very, love, love my aesthetics. Yeah. Awesome. That's yeah. so nice. And I would say about Molly is that she just wants to help every single person ever. And I think that is just like her main thing is like she will literally go to the end of the earth to help people and like diving deep into their stuff and she'll just help I don't know. She's changed my life for sure. Oh, that's so beautiful, girls. You both have such a lovely energy and you can just see your friendship already. It's beautiful. So now fitting with the theme of the show, what is one healthy habit you have both been absolutely nailing this week to keep your hustle nice and healthy? Without a doubt, Kundalini yoga. So every single morning I've, I've done this every morning without fail unless something drastic happens. But I, I reckon it would be less than 10 days over the past year that I haven't done kundalini yoga in the Really? Morning. Yeah. That's so, amazing. Yeah. and That's it, like full commitment. Full commitment because I know what it does for yeah. me. And this is why we put this on the app because it doesn't have to be like a full hour. Mm-hmm. It's literally just 10 minutes every morning. So good. Everyone has 10 minutes, don't Everyone they? Everyone has 10 yeah. minutes. So, yeah, that's, that's me without a doubt. Love that. That yeah. is a really good one. And mine would have to be um, breathing because I suffer from anxiety. So if I don't do breath work in the morning, mm-hmm. I notice that it will get the better of me in the day. So making sure that I've done something with breath every mm-hmm. single day. And I'm this week actually started reading a book every night. Oh, so instead of being so on my phone a heap, I'll make sure that I've read a little bit of my books, whether what it's one page. It's called Human Nature. So awesome. it's all about the psychology of humans and like the ego and just everything about humans. So I'm only like 30 pages in, but it's a huge book. It's literally like that. Oh my goodness. Okay. That's a thick book, guys. That's a really thick book. For those that can't see what (laughs) Chloe's putting up here is the visual. It's a thick book. You know, I really love the idea of reading at night because I'm so bad with reading. And so I think having that little practice of like, okay, I go to bed and switch off. I know before I had my daughter, it was something I was really prioritizing reading. Um, And it does, it really helps you switch off on your mind, but also breath work. Like I cannot speak more highly. Oh, of, you love yeah, it? Do what you? it does. Yeah. yeah. And I've actually been getting a bit of anxiety lately, which yeah. I haven't really had much in the past. Mm-hmm. And being able to just bring myself back and like yeah. get that center, that breath, yeah. it just works wonders. It does. It really it's, does. Yeah. And this is the thing. It's just small little things. Absolutely. And we just, as humans in our day-to-day life, we just forget. Yes. So, you know, it's just doing a couple of things like that, bringing your center, like it doesn't have to be the same thing every morning, like whether mm-hmm. it's kundalini, whether it's breath work. Another thing we do is we'll always pick a tarot card or an oh. oracle card for the day and that kind of, that's awesome. that's a ritual that yeah. we wouldn't even think is a ritual, but it happens every day regardless. Yeah. yeah. Like I stayed at a hotel last week and I bought four tarot, four tarot <laughs> decks with me. Like chill Molly. You know? oh goodness, we used to have so like funny. 12 decks when we lived with each other. Yeah. We'd get them all out every night. Every night. Do each other's cards. Yeah. But that, that alone, just something like that just Definitely. will center you and get you back. And, you know, because especially with the astrology in the mm. sky right now and all year, like there's so many big shifts and everything happening. Anxiety is at the forefront. Yes, like, definitely. So for everyone. I know. It's really funny because as soon as I've started saying it, like I said to my husband last night, I was like, oh, I'm just so anxious at the moment. Yeah. Like over just – and when I get to things, you know, like I feel like, oh, I'm anxious because I'm trying to get somewhere. Yeah. But then I get there and I'm like, 
anxious about something else. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is like, he's like, yeah, I'm feeling the same as well. Yeah. And I was telling my dad and he's like, oh, I'm exactly the same. I'm like, okay, there's definitely, definitely yeah, something yeah. Yeah, yeah. happening around us. But it's definitely being magnified so then we can look at what practices we have in place, what things aren't working for us. So yeah. it's a really wrapping up energy. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's a real, okay, so this is causing me anxiety. I need to make a shift. Like something in you is not doing what your body truly wants you to Aligned do. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's a real, like use the anxiety as a, okay, cool. Like, yeah. let's look at this. Like, what what can I do to make my days better? And you just have to have, like, relentless self-love and put yourself first. Oh, I love that. That's such beautiful advice. It's yeah. so nice. But, yeah, I definitely feel like it's something in the universe at the moment. Do you feel, though, to everyone coming close to Christmas, it's like this crazy deadline mm-hmm. every year that people are like, oh, my God, Christmas is coming. So, like, yeah. I need to catch up with someone that I haven't seen all year. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. you feel this immense amount of pressure to yep. be doing so much more than we actually need to be doing. And, so and many people I feel, feel like that. this year has gone quicker than any year oh, ever. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. It's Seriously. <laughs> oh, my like, goodness. We were in America. Like, oh I feel like my. it was two months ago, but it was at the start of the year. Yeah. Yeah, I'm super excited to chat to you about <laughs> we your trip, actually. this year. Yeah. <laughs> I launched Zep this year. I, oh, no, you did Was that this year? Oh, my goodness That me. was this year. Okay. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah. You've had a in January. Year, in February, sorry. Yeah, Chloe's got it going Wow. On. You've had a really – and you turned 21. Yeah. Which, oh, my God, Chloe. I'm not going to lie. I, I literally had, had, had to go like... back through your whole Instagram and be like, she cannot be 21. How did I not know yeah. she was only 21? I was like in complete shock. Yeah. Oh, no. You're amazing. She's, she's, so, she's so mature. That's another thing that people don't realise. Like she's literally the most mature 21-year-old I've ever met. Like – Wise beyond her years, like she's an old, old soul and she's yeah. been put here to do something bigger than what all of us can even comprehend. Oh. It, it's so crazy though how much you associate someone's age with their success or their lifestyle yeah. or what you see. So I always just assumed you're so much older. Yeah, we all thought yeah. she was 42. Yeah. <laughs> Surely she's 40. <laughs> she's got to be 42. I don't know why I said 42. So I do want to wind back the clock a little bit, though, and get a little sneak peek from both of you into your childhood and growing up, what kind of kids you were like. Mm-hmm. It's always nice, I think, to give the audience a bit of insight into you. Yeah, that's fun. So my childhood, I grew up in a pretty small town. Like, have you heard of Ipswich? I have, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't usually like to say it, but yeah, I was born in Ipswich. I have two sisters like I had a really good growing up, I had a really good childhood um, with my sisters, probably fought with my sisters quite a bit, but now <laughs> we're all so close. Um, my parents went through a divorce when I was about 14 or 13, which I feel like hit me really hard. I didn't really focus on school that much growing up and I I dropped out in like grade 12 at the start and yeah, I feel like I just grew up really, really fast. Mm. Like I was really independent from a young age because mum and dad both both worked full time but at the same time they were going through all of their struggles so it was kind of like me and my sisters had to raise ourselves a little bit or I had to kind of follow in my sister's footsteps because they were working a lot and which is fine it was I still like I was really close with my parents and my sisters at that time it was just like a bit of a hard time with the divorce and everything so then I dropped out of school and I moved to Melbourne at a really young age, like yeah. 16, 17. 
away from all my family, all my friends. I didn't really have anyone, so I feel like I was forced to grow up quite quickly. Yeah. Moved in with um, Mitchell and then, yeah, I've been in Melbourne ever since. So moving back home and going to my roots has been really good at the last few weeks and just spending yeah, time with my family. Yeah, it's been really grounding. But, yeah, yeah that was my childhood. Yeah. So you moved with your, your family, like, yep. to, to Melbourne. Yeah, wow. yeah. What, what made you move? Were you just like, I need to do something for me? So I met Mitch at a young age. Like, I was travelling everywhere. I remember yeah. I was, like, 15, 16. I was getting on flights to Sydney. I wasn't your average 15-year-old. Wow. Like, yeah, was it was crazy. Yeah, I was YouTubing when I was young and me and my best friend would always be going back and forth to Sydney or doing cool trips with brands and – so, yeah, from a young age, I've always been doing things that weren't really the norm at that age. Yeah. So what is, made you get into the YouTubing? So my best friend at the time was in YouTubing and we did a video together, the, her first video on the channel, and then um, she went off and did it heaps. And then about a year later, she's like, you should do a video. So I did like a get to know me and it went really, really well. And then I just kind of kept doing it. I was doing beauty back then, which was so... I don't know. I wasn't really interested in all of that. I feel like I had a really finding myself mm. from the ages of 16 to 20 because I wasn't doing things that were authentic to me. And I feel yeah, like only yeah. in the past year I've really found. Mm. I think you naturally go through that though. Like I look mm. back to when I was kind of 18 and 19 and yeah. just partying like crazy and you just, yeah. you are, you're so not living in your true self really. Mm. And it's like, yeah. you look back now and you think, oh, it's definitely lessons and you needed to go through that to figure out who you were. But yeah, I think it's it's interesting reflecting back and being like, that is totally not who yeah, I am. Definitely. Or, I yeah. think you just follow the crowd at that's that right. age. But I think that's why all her followers are so loyal is because they've seen Chloe go through everything yes. from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you have had your ups and downs and you have been trying to work out who you are. We all still are trying to work out who we are. Like yeah. we're not going to wake up tomorrow and be like, oh, this is who I am. Yeah, like it's Exactly. Forever it is. Yeah, ongoing so and learning. Mm -hmm. So I think Chloe being so vulnerable has helped her and the the people who are just following her are following her because they just love Chloe through yeah. and through. And love the journey, watching your journey. Yeah, and yeah definitely. Yeah. I think it gives so many people comfort as well. Like, you know, sometimes the Instagram and YouTube world can be a bit perfect in the, yeah. you know so to see that you are a real person that goes through real struggles is so comforting for people mm -hmm. yeah um, but I feel like for a while like even now like because I've been in it since I was 16 or even younger than that yeah. I've had a big audience so my whole life I feel like I have to kind of be perfect and like with everything in my life I still find myself being like oh my mental health's not perfect and yeah. I beat myself up for it as well and if my body's not perfect or anything, I feel like maybe that stems from the pressure because I was in it from such a young age. Yes. But you do yeah. a really good job at coping with it, I feel, and yeah. you are more vulnerable than a lot of other people, mm. I feel. That's just your own internal struggles that you're trying to work through. Like, because no one would think that you're, you think that you have to be perfect all the time. Yeah, not <laughs> at all. I don't think so at all. No. And yeah, I think it's like, it's really beautiful that you let your audience into those sides yeah. of you as well, because it, it's crazy to think the amount of girls, especially young girls that you're actually impacting, like both of you, what you're doing is like life changing to people. It's really incredible. Mm. So I'd love to get a little sneak peek into you too, Molly. Okay, so I'm a bit older, so my story goes a bit longer. So I'm 32. Um, so my childhood was amazing. My parents are amazing. We had the perfect Pickard Fence family. 
the like if you looked up nicest family in the world, my the whole family would probably be there. Oh. But then I guess we were probably people pleasers and yes people. Mm-hmm. And so I had to learn a lot around that. So didn't enjoy school at all. Um, I was quite a loner, had only a few friends and then what else? And there, yeah, I was bullied as well. We all get bullied. Mm. Um, I had an eating disorder in high school yeah. and I suffered depression in high school as well. Um, and then I met my high school sweetheart when I was 17 and we had a 14-year relationship. Oh, my goodness. So yeah. it's only like two years ago it recently broke down. Yeah. And then during those 14 years I lived in London for two years um, then I started working for Bondi Sands yeah. at the very beginning and I helped them grow Bondi Sands and got to go on that journey, which was awesome, which is how I actually met Chloe. Okay, mm. yeah. And um, so that was amazing. I've always been spiritual, mm-hmm. always been into this sort of thing. Was um, your family spiritual or where did that come yeah, from? Yeah, like I grew up in a Catholic household. Okay. However, mum and dad are so open-minded, like mm-hmm. they have done so well at adjusting with the times. You know, I think back to times when I was like three years old, mum and dad said they would like drag me to like these random energy healing places. <laughs> like they're very open-minded. Okay. So I've always that. been exposed to this. Like mum mm-hmm. would take me to tarot card readers. Like I started yoga in year nine. Like, Love yeah. Love it. That's so cool. Yeah, it was what cool. cool mum. No, no, <laughs> so, so cool. She's cool. an Aquarius, so she is okay, cool. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so then after living in London for two years, like there was a lot of ups and downs. This is just really high level. And then the real spiritual awakening for myself was when my marriage broke down. Mm -hmm. That was pretty ugly. (laughs) It wasn't very good. That was my version of rock bottom. Mm -hmm. And I had had a few rock bottoms in my life, but that was possibly the worst. Like after 14 years, when you've been with someone for 14 years and every single decision I made as a human, I put his opinion before my own, Mm. I have still now to this day, so much reprogramming to do. Absolutely. Like I codependency, like, and I am just so proud of myself because I literally have pulled myself out of the mud. And um, Literally every single day. Every single day. Like it's always a fight, but like I'm on the outer end of it now. Like, and, you know, I think one day I'll probably talk about it all properly and fully, but I'm not ready to do that yeah. yet. But it's all part of it. I always say life happens for you, not to you. I love that saying so, so much. Right. Yeah, it's so beautiful. And it does. Mm-hmm. And if he didn't do, if things didn't happen the way that it did, I wouldn't have been forced to look myself in the mirror and be like, righto, like, are we going to do this? Are you going to change patterns? Are mm-hmm. you going to be the best version of yourself that you can be? And because I committed to myself mm-hmm. for two full years, I can't even comprehend what my life is like right now. Yeah. And isn't that amazing? Because at the time when you're in that darkness and that pain, yeah. Yeah. it's so hard to see past that, that yes, fog. And it it's is. like, you're so stuck. Yeah. And now to see where you are is just incredible. Because it's like, it, yeah. I'm sure there's so many people listening to this that, you know, have gone through those heart, you know, if it's a breakup or a marriage breakdown. Yeah. And you do like an, that feeling of just being so in it like the anxiety and it just consumes you even from like I would say when you were living with me yeah to now yeah the change is like dramatic yeah yeah and this is you have to continuously be patient with yourself Mm -hmm. like it comes in stages and there's still a piece of the puzzle that I need to 
clothes and mm-hmm. it'll never like that's it's nearly half my life I was gonna say it's like a I, long, I'm not just gonna time. wake up tomorrow and be like oh wow she's back yeah, like absolutely. I am back in mm-hmm. a way and I'm brand new mm. the number one quote that got me through it mm-hmm. literally got me through it was the only way out is through oh I love that yeah and That's it's really and cool. I feel like people can use this quote for so many things Definitely. like s- instead of trying to jump around something mm-hmm. The only way out is through. Put your head down, feel what you need mm. to feel and go through it because if you can go through it head first like that, you're not going to push things to the mm-hmm. side and fill a void. And because then they come up later as well. Like, they do. You know, they'll come up in your next relationship or yeah. a situation with friends. Like they just keep bubbling and manifesting. So And we don't have time for that. Yeah, like no, I just, absolutely. I'm done. Like I'm done. And it, whatever my lessons are in this lifetime, like I always joke, I'm like, I'm going to put my head down and I'm going to do it, but I'm not coming back. Oh. <laughs> like I do not want to come back. So I don't, I have no choice but to fix everything. Yeah. Oh, so good. So talk to me about how you two actually met and started, you know, your friendship and living together. Yeah. So as Molly said, we met through Bondi Sands. So I worked with Bondi Sands as an ambassador Mm -hmm. for quite a while and she ran all of the events, social media manager. She was like Molly from Bondi. Yeah. That was what she was known as. That was Molly from Bondi. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we met through there and we... We didn't really stay in touch. Like we no, just we saw did. each other at events. Yeah. That was it. We weren't really close. Like we no. didn't really hit it off or anything. <laughs> but our paths kept crossing. Yeah, they did. So it was weird. And then I think when, when randomly, so yeah, when my marriage yeah. fell apart, I wasn't allowed to speak about it to anyone because my situation was a bit unique. So I I was very alone. And just randomly, I must have looked at Chloe's story and I was like, oh, if you're in Melbourne, let's go get a gym session together. And we went and randomly just got a gym session and I ended up telling her because she was so far removed yeah, from everything. Yeah. And it's so weird that I even told oh, her. I know. Like it's so weird. <laughs> but anyways, that happened. And then at the start of the year she put up a story saying she, you're looking for a PA and I didn't want to be a PA. But I was like, oh, you're looking for a PA. Like I'll, I'll keep an eye out. And you were like, you keen? <laughs> I was like, I know you're good. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, and then so I, and then we got in contact, and then I ended up managing her, and then I wrapped things up with Bondi Sands, and then the rest is history. And Bloom just well, bloomed. Bloom. Here we go. So, like, we went to America at the start of the year. Yeah. Mm. Even that was it random. Was random. Like we, we were having a meeting. <laughs> we were sitting at a sushi place and then you were like, I just booked a trip to America. And I'm like, wow, I, I was saying maybe like in two months time. She's like, now nah, we go next Tuesday. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we're booking. Let's go. And then we just booked it and we were off. We went. I seriously did we even love this about your life. Yeah, we did. But oh, I can't remember. It was like the longest trip I've ever been on. It was like almost four weeks. Yeah. I know. It and was were you crazy. planned? Like, did you have a bit of a plan of attack of what you wanted to do over there? Not at all. I reckon like, we got to yourself. like. <laughs> we, no, we, we didn't know we were even staying on the first night. Wasn't and it? We, we left it so last minute that we were running out of money because the places were so expensive. <laughs> yeah, it was actually a joke. Oh, yeah. The states are crazy <laughs> yeah. expensive. I know. So, but basically, like with America, I believe everything is fated with what has happened with Chloe and I. I, I believe we are soul sisters. Like, we are both. For some weird reason, like something is taking over us that we we can't even comprehend of where this is going to go. Mm -hmm. And we know it's just the beginning. And so that America trip, even though I didn't think it at the time, it was so significant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
it was like the foundation. It was the foundation. And building from yeah. that. We kind of knew we were going to make an app, but we didn't really know. Like, because how did that we were e- going to make an ebook? We were sitting at Hunky Dory, and we were That's like, right. "How do we get this out to people?" And I was like, "What about like an ebook?" Yeah. And then so you'd been chatting about like what was helping you both, yeah. personally, yeah. and then yeah. you wanted to get it out. Yeah. Because she basically. showed me Kundalini. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, oh, "This is actually life changing." <laughs> so then we just wanted to get everything together and just give it to the masses as, just as to help all people. different little tools yeah. yeah and to just get it out to the people so yeah it was going to be an ebook and um, yeah then at that dinner mm. i called my friend jerry who we're in his little we're in his office studio now, right now. Studio. <laughs> he's very professional yeah. Studio <laughs> yeah and i was like hey um we've got this idea do you want to have a chat about it it's all about mindfulness and meditation and hmm. we threw some like stuff at him and he was like oh yeah like we'll give it a go mm. and then next minute we were in here we we're planning stuff and then like a month or two later like it was coming together we were like what the hell it is happening so oh, quick that it didn't even feel like it was happening yeah like it didn't feel real it didn't feel like we like it it came from a bigger place came, than us yes it, i 100 percent can understand that feeling yes of just when I remember when I thought of the Healthy Hustlers, like it just felt like the only way I can describe it is it just like dropped into my head from yeah. somewhere else. <laughs> it was Literally like, like it channels. <laughs> it is. It's like you're totally channeling it from somewhere else. Like, yeah. And it all just falls out of you. Yeah. And this is why I say that something bigger than both of us yeah. put together because it it's didn't. It's like you're the vehicle for it. Yeah. Was, until mm. we were sitting here on launch night, I was like, we're launching an app. Like. <laughs> We didn't even realise how big it was. We're yeah, just like, we didn't oh realise. We just Because we, it, it just felt so normal to us. Yeah. We were like, these are the tools that we have. We know if we can just get it like to the people that they could learn, even if it's just one or two things that they can take into their day-to-day to, mm-hmm. yeah. life. To Like we're not claiming to cure anxiety and depression, but just to set yourself up to be the best version of yourself that you possibly mm-hmm. can be to tackle whatever life brings at you. And that's exactly, like, all you need is those few little, like, healthy habits, I always call them. But, yeah. you know, just those few little things that are, like, yeah. your go-to when you're going through something or, mm-hmm. you're, you know, you inject into your every single day life. Yeah. It just helps so much. And yeah. they're so simple. Like, so simple. Yeah. And even if I go a day without it now, I can literally tell, like, I know mm-hmm. my energy mm-hmm. so well now that mm-hmm. I can tell when something is going to throw it off or if I haven't done my routine tools for the day yeah. that I'll just be thrown off like that. Yeah. So are you both big on routines? Um, Not routine. Yeah, but a, a ritual in the morning. Ritual. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. A, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm pretty blasé. Like I <laughs> have stuff going on everywhere, which is why You've I need to tools. ground myself yeah, in the morning. Yeah. Otherwise I'll just be – Energy scattered everywhere. Mm -hmm. So just going back to the American trick real quickly, that was when you and Mitch were kind of going through a bit of a weird phase. Yeah, we were. And so I spent a lot of time in LA and I have like my places that I love to go, which is like my meditation studio, the Kundalini yoga place, and it's just a really spiritual place for me. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of took Chloe under my wing. I'm like, come with me. I know where to go. (laughs) Yeah, we're (laughs) off. And Chloe... I feel like that was a real resetting moment for you. Yeah. For once you got to fully stop. Yeah. That was right. Before that trip, I remember I was like borderline breakdown. Yeah. Like everything in my life, I was just like, 
it's chaos. You were too much. I had to have almost. a break. Yeah. yeah. I had to just go and reset. And mm. it was literally the perfect place. Yeah. Everything we did, we would meditate like twice a day. Mm. Then we'd do like kundalini. Mm. We'd ride bikes and scooters everywhere. Yeah. It was just like a really refreshing, free trip. Mm-hmm. And from that place of stillness, I say this to everybody, when you finally stop being like go, 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 and when you slow down the momentum and shut the door on a few things that aren't necessarily serving you anymore, you're going to create space Mm -hmm. for what is truly meant to be in your life and you'll also hear yourself better of knowing like what way to go and what way to turn and that's why because we both had this time to kind of stop like bloom bloomed into what it was Mm -hmm. because we just gave ourselves a moment we'll be right back after this healthy break i often get asked if there is a common trend between the podcast guests and if you're a regular listener i'm sure that you'll agree that majority of the show's guests emphasize the importance of sleep which is why I am so excited to have partnered with Calming Blankets, a weighted blanket that uses the deep touch pressure technique, which has been used by therapists for quite some time now to improve sleep, reduce stress and calm the mind. Containing thousands of evenly distributed glass beads, which create a weighted effect, the Calming Blanket gives the brain signals to relax and unwind so that you can enjoy a good night's sleep every night. Get your hands on a calming blanket by heading to calmingblankets.com and using the code HEALTHYHUSTLERS at the checkout for $115 off your purchase. That's calmingblankets.com and use the code HEALTHYHUSTLERS at the checkout for $115 off your purchase. Invest in your sleep now, guys, because a happy mind makes a happy life. Something I talk about all the time is creating that space. You yes. cannot, you know, I have so many people who will be like, oh, I just don't know what my passion is. Or I'm like, mm-hmm. you're not actually even allowing yourself the space. Like how yes. can you know what you're meant to be doing when you've got a million and one things at yep. you all the time? You're juggling career, friends, mm-hmm. relationship, you know, some of them kids. I'm like, yep. of course you don't know. Like you yep. don't have yeah. the space to let it in yep. to, and to, to feel it. Yeah, to for self-discovery. Yeah, exactly. What advice would you give to someone that's kind of, you know, trying on their own journey of self-discovery? So I feel like we're at a real turning point in the universe and the world right now. I could get real woo-woo. Do it. I love it. Okay. (laughs) Sometimes I have to remember I'm human and, like, I'm back down to earth and be like, Molly, like, just chill. (laughs) Anyways, so... We're just closing the age of Pisces time. Are you aware of this sort of thing? And we're coming into the age of Aquarius. Mm. So basically what it is, like we have all chosen to be on Earth basically at this time for a reason. So you're here with your podcast Mm -hmm. spreading your message and other people's messages to your audience Mm -hmm. and we're here trying to do the same thing and there's just more and more people popping up like this all over the world and how I describe it is – There's a huge big whole world, like imagine a globe, and then there's lots of lights all around the globe, and some lights are a little bit brighter than others, and basically what we all want to do is spread our message so much that all our lights interconnect like a spider web, and it lights up the whole world. 
right? So that's raising the consciousness of the world. Mm -hmm. So that is the age of Aquarius and what we're moving into. So everybody, even if they haven't been into this sort of thing at all, they're starting to feel like something's missing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And And the age of Aquarius is like you're doing things for yourself. You're finding things for yourself. It's not like a collective anymore. It's like you're doing it for yourself. You're doing it for yourself because when you can be the best you possibly can be, then it's a ripple effect everyone and it's a vibration you. effect for mm-hmm. everyone else. So you can give so much more to everyone can. around yeah. you and you know, you're That's right. shining a light almost that then inspires other, other people. people. That's yeah. right. And you know, that's like the physical form that you see it, but but by you even just doing your podcast like this, that vibration that you're putting out to the world is shifting the vibration of the universe and it's lifting it up whether we can see it or not. Yeah. So with that in mind how the world is shifting, I feel like if you're just starting out, you don't have to get overwhelmed by like the big crazy words that I'm using and like kundalini Mm. yoga and all of that. Like it doesn't have to be that crazy. That's why we created Bloom. Mm -hmm. You know, there's just so many tools on there and this is what I say, even if you just get on for a seven-day free trial, learn what you can in that time and unsubscribe. We've still... It's so good. They won't unsubscribe, I'm telling you. (laughs) Well, no, but this is what I mean. Like, we just want people to learn a couple of things so then they can be better versions Mm -hmm. of themselves. So whether it's just getting up in the morning and doing one simple thing, like even if it's just making a commitment to yourself of not getting on your phone for the first hour and just breathing and feeling your body first, that alone, it's so simple, but it will be a ripple effect of how Mm -hmm. your day goes on. So just... Grounding yourself at the start of the day, however that looks, doesn't have to be elaborate, but that is my number one tip for anyone starting on this journey. Yeah. It's seriously, it's so, so important. Yeah. Mm. And mine would have to be um, knowledge. I feel like there's nothing more powerful than being aware and having the knowledge. So like reading books, just start small, Mm -hmm. read little books or like I do a lot of research. Molly and I both do. Like we oh, are literally Googlers. on Google all really? the time. We're air signs. So if you can imagine like w- things just never stop with us yeah. and our Google searches are ridiculous. Yeah. Like just love reading information. Yeah. Like last night, what is the 10th house in Jupiter mean? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, it's the workhouse. <laughs> oh God. It's never ending. Yeah. I'd love to see your like text messages to each other. When no, like, seriously. It's so funny. <laughs> We sent each other our cards this morning. Yeah. And they were both really like they yours was miracles ones. and mine was good luck. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we were like, something good's gonna happen yeah. this week. We're like their cards are alive. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yes. I love the card reading. I feel like that's something I started a while ago. It was be- well before I started Healthy Hustlers and it's crazy how much comfort it brings you to yeah. start your day with that. I'm yep. like, oh, Okay, awesome. Like, I'm ready for this. And that's another thing. That's a grounding thing that you can do, just simply picking a card for the day ahead Mm -hmm. and setting an intention for the day ahead. Like, that's another thing. It makes you almost so excited as well to see that. Except if you get a bad one. Yeah. I know. And then you never use it. And then you just keep shuffling. (laughs) That's surely not mine. And then it pops out again. You're like, righto. (laughs) I actually got Mitch's dad to do his cards last night. (laughs) Oh, did you? Yeah, that's a really big step. Yeah, that is huge. Yeah, it went really well. Like he got the conflict card a bit, but he's like, that's me. Like I'm a bit of a conflict guy. And then he got like good luck and 
Yeah, he was so it. surprised. He was like, wow, this is great. And, this is- <laughs> and people are becoming more open-minded yeah, with absolutely. this sort of thing. They really yeah. are. So that's why, like, Chloe at the start, she was like, oh, my God, like, this is it's scary. Like, I mean, and I get it too, like, doing Kundalini and that, like, it's embarrassing. Like, we don't want people to think we're weird. But I'm at the point now, and I think, Chloe, you're probably the same, I just don't care anymore. Mm. Yeah. Like, this is what I live for. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, we are only doing it to try and help people and – I think the more we talk about it, the more comfortable mm-hmm. other people will be talking about it. And then you get the likes of angry dad doing his cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all normal. Yeah. Did yeah. you, Molly, I must ask, when you're approaching 30, did you feel like, I guess you had a bit of a realisation of like really stepping into your own? Because I know for me, approaching that age, I really took that attitude of like, I'm me, I actually don't care anymore. For so long, Mm. I let like my fears and what I thought other people would think about me control so much of my actions. But then all of a sudden, I don't know, I got to 30 and I was like, things just shifted. And I was like, that's awesome. I feel like people always say 30 is your best year. Mm. Mm. Years. Yeah. I'm like, Great, mine's gone. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, like your thirties are your best years. Yeah, no, I feel like it's never. It's like I'm excited for my whole life. Age Same. to me isn't even a. Like I feel the like more some, age, the more wisdom. Yeah, like I'm, yeah. sometimes I'm so wise, but then I act like a twelve year old. Like it's mm. well, I feel younger now than I actually ever have. Yeah, which is so weird. Yeah, because I'm like I'm the oldest I'm clearly ever been, but I feel you're like just yeah, embracing the yeah. You just feel child. like you're always like learning and. Learning things about yourself still, which is really awesome. I love what you say about, yeah, how you just, like, if it was age or whatever it was for you, but just where you just don't care anymore. Mm. Like, to me, it was trauma. (laughs) Yeah, okay. It was just, like, when you have your own version of rock bottom, and Mm -hmm. I heard someone say this once, I can't remember who it was, but everyone's version of rock bottom is different and it Mm -hmm. shouldn't be judged. Like one person might have the most horrific thing happen to them, another person's goldfish might die. And you can't judge their pain and someone else's pain. Like it's both pain to them. Mm -hmm. So everyone can have a moment in their life where they just kind of look at life a little bit differently. And I think whether that's like a birthday or something terrible that happens to you or whatever, but that's kind of when you're just like life is too short Mm -hmm. to just because at the end of the day this is what I've learned working for Bondi Sands and you would know this too Chloe like in the influencer world and everything no one's truly 100% confident yes Mm, and everyone is worried to some degree about Mm -hmm. some aspect of themselves or other people always so we all are in the same boat Mm. people it's just that some people can put out, you know, like I sometimes look at confidence as well as a perception of what other people have of you. Like you can act like the most confident person, Mm. but it doesn't mean that you actually completely feel that inside where the people would be like, oh, she's such a confident person. And so I I always think of it as like, remember what you're putting out there as well, because that can then build a lot of confidence. You know, if Mm -hmm. people around you think you are, it's like, oh, okay, I've got this, I can do this. And it's like this constant journey of building it up yeah. <laughs> almost. For sure. So you girls actually did an event as well with Bloom. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? Where did the inspiration for the event come from? Well, we wanted to kind of just get people's stories out there and I guess shine light on the hard times in people's lives so that mm. people felt like they weren't alone. Yeah, awesome. And I feel like we really did that for that event. Like people walked away and it really touched them. Mm. And people, a lot of people were crying and I feel like it was a real, I don't know, it just hit people in the feels, that event. Yeah. How did that make you feel? 
walking away from that, just knowing that you've had that impact. Yeah, amazing. It's yeah. it's sometimes we pinch ourselves. Like, mm. you know, we get messages every day or the Bloom community on Facebook and just the DMs and just seeing the impact that it's just beyond. And, yeah, I think... We're not even aware of all the impact. Yeah. Like what we can just see from that event or yeah. the few DMs that we might scroll past. Mm. It's, like, shocking. Yeah, of how much you're changing. And it's motivating to keep yeah. going. Like, it's, yeah. I'm not going to To spread it. Yeah. Like, there was a um, girl and her mum there. Yeah. And the mum was, like, telling us all about the struggles that her daughter had gone through. And they were both crying. And I feel like it was really healing for both of them. It was healing them. for them, yeah. Mm. Yeah. But it also, like, just showed everyone in the room that everyone's got their... Their own struggles. Yeah. Yeah. Which I feel like... Every single person in this world has their own struggles and that's why we have to be a little bit compassionate. Definitely. And understanding and we all pick up these patterns through life. Mm -hmm. But like it all stems from trauma or things Mm -hmm. that we've gone through and that's just our coping mechanisms. So we can't be so hard on ourselves and everyone else. Yeah. I love that you just touched on compassion because I think it's such a key thing that we often forget about. Like you never know what someone else is going through, Mm -hmm. you know, and I – literally just had the conversation with my mum this morning because, you know, with my daughter, like she's only 12 weeks old and I keep saying to my mum like, oh, it's just so nice seeing the joy that she's bringing to, you know, all our family and they've all been going through different things at Mm. different times and there's been a few emotional times lately and, yeah, just seeing that this like tiny little human can bring so much joy and I said to her, I just can't stop thinking about, you know, the poor kids that are born into families where they're not smothered and nurtured with love from the start. And I I said to her, it's just such a reminder to me to always be so kind and compassionate to people because you just have no idea what they've been through and their action is a result of something that they're actually feeling. So I think the more that we can be like that as human and be aware of it is just so the world will be a much oh, much nicer place. Yeah. And we were all that tiny little human that just had all the joy in the world and we yeah. just have been so conditioned over time that yeah. we pick up all this stuff along the way. Yeah. And I feel like spirituality is about getting rid of all of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Just like going back to the, your soul instead of – true essence. Like it, I read um, Bernadette's book and it's called Yoke and it's like – the shell on the outside. We all build this hard shell on the outside, but it's getting back to the the middle mm-hmm. of our yoke that really matters. Of like why you're why you're here and what you're doing. Yeah. yeah, I love that. What's a book? It's called Yoke. Yoke. Okay, by Bernadette Summers. Yeah, okay. I think that is it. Awesome. I love that. Yeah, I need to read that. It is a really cute concept. Yeah, yeah. I think those like having those concepts and those thoughts as well. Like, I read a book about souls and how we yeah. choose. You know, every human actually, the soul chooses the life that they need for those yeah. lessons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's actually something that has brought me a lot of comfort because I I would think a lot like, what did that person deserve? Why did they deserve that? Yeah, and yet yeah. I didn't get that. Or I always really struggled with trying to understand why my life is one way, but then some other person who I adore, you know, and he's such a kind person, he's going through so many struggles constantly. Mm. And it was a really nice... For their evolution. Yeah. Is it called The Journey of Souls? uh, No, it was 
I'll oh my goodness, I can't put remember it in the podcast it. notes. Yeah, I will. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll get Light back to you on that. Black? Light is a new black. Yeah. I yes. oh, love that book. Yeah. We both read that. Rebecca yeah. Campbell. Rebecca Campbell. She's the best. She's so good. Her tarot cards are really good too. Yeah, they're, yes. they're okay. beautiful. I felt like that was definitely a book that I read exactly when I needed it. You I always was, read it. Me too. Oh, yeah. so crazy, and it's probably it? one of the only books that I have really finished. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Same. most books I'll just take what I need from them and if I finish them two pages in or four chapters in, then I'll yeah. leave it at that. I'll just take mm. what I feel like I've gotten from mm-hmm. it. But that book, I actually read the whole thing. I yeah. did too. And, and I was, was like, oh, so great. It was. It was awesome. Highly recommended. And to Rise Sister, me. I liked Rise Sister Rise too. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's her other that book. One. It's yeah. unreal. Um, Who's your kind of like go-to in the spiritual world? Who do you love following and reading about? I started my journey with Alan Watts. Mm-hmm. He's a philosopher. He's passed away now, but he has a lot of recordings on YouTube. Okay. And then it went to Abraham Hicks. Mm -hmm. She is, it's hard to explain, but she's on YouTube as well. Okay. And I follow like 800 people on Instagram. They're all like spiritual quote pages and like just Twitter spirit. So it's really just everybody. Everyone. You get a bit of inspiration. What about you, Chloe? Uh, Thit Nachan, I love. I read his book, No Mud, No Lotus, and Mm. I read the whole thing as well. I loved it. And also Eckhart Tolle, I'm always looking oh, up yes. his quotes. Yeah. So That's good. good yeah. I've seen him live and that was, he just spoke. It wasn't even a meditation, but he just spoke and it was like. Everyone was in a trance. We were all in a trance. <laughs> and by the end of it, we were just, like, I felt like I had done about five hours worth of meditation. Oh my goodness. Yeah. All of those so people. Wise. Like, yeah. yeah. Joe Rogan is really oh, good. Yeah, and the Rogan. Dr. Phil podcast that Oprah, they do. Yeah. Oprah, yeah. I haven't listened to Dr. Phil. Joe Rogan and Dr. Phil is so good. He talks about like mm. the medicine world. Okay. And how um which is something I'm so I'm yeah. such a believer in. I know me too. Yeah. We, like we how we're, that yeah. we were talking all <laughs> That's day. That's for another time. Yeah. <laughs> for the next podcast. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Now you've got me talking, I won't yeah. stop. <laughs> it's the air signs, I'm telling you. <laughs> Molly and I are like, I wanna talk. No, I wanna talk. I know, it's good. I love it. So to finish off, what is one healthy habit that you both have that is a non-negotiable? I sound like I'm repeating myself, but kundalini yoga. It is, yeah, okay. I can't, like kundalini yoga, when I first did it, and what I love about it is even the teachers think it's weird too. Mm. (laughs) Like it's so odd Mm. because basically what you use is sound, movement, breath, and it's a scientific formula that works with angles that actually changes pathways in your brain. So I did one for probably eight months straight every morning. It was 11 minutes and I did this one and it was for to clear away just things that are no longer serving you to bring in. So like you have an aura basically Mm -hmm. and the main purpose of kundalini yoga is just clear out all the gunk in your aura so you can attract all the abundance, Mm -hmm. love. Oh, wow. Yeah, and you basically glow. Like in America when I'm there, you walk in and there's like 70-year-olds in the room and they're the most good-looking people you've ever seen. I'm like, if I don't look like that when I'm 70... (laughs) Yeah. Like you just glow. Like oh it's goodness. just, I can't, like I could talk you're about. You're like, it was like you're bursting. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, right like yoga, just try it. And um, your aura is so important, I feel, because it's like, yeah. it's like your immune system. If it's mm-hmm. low, you're going to attract like yeah. bugs and colds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if it's like vibrant and strong, it's going to attract really good things. Yeah, I love that so much. It's so true though. I... Went like was doing this coaching course, and the lady's like, as soon as I walked in, she's like, "Oh my goodness, your aura is like 
piercing me in the eyes. I was yes. like, and I'm like, that oh my so goodness. And imagine she, if you did see her eyes. She was like yeah. almost like trancing a bit, like looking at me. It was so crazy. It was my first experience with it ever. And I was like, what is this that yeah. you're talking about? And I was just so intrigued. Yeah. So I'm really glad you touched on that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I definitely so need to good. get into, into that a lot more. Yeah. Girls, we love us. Thank you so much. I've honestly loved chatting to you. I feel like I could just stay here all day. I know we can. I know. I was about to get real. (laughs) Oh, go for it! (laughs) Now that Chloe's throat chakra is open, like there's no stopping. (laughs) There's not. I know. Well, (laughs) if you had a piece of advice, actually, then to give to the audience, anything in the world, what advice would you give to someone? I think it's. Taking time out to be alone. I know it can be scary for people, but I feel like that's when a lot of the self-discovery happens. Like I never used to want to be alone at all, but now I literally crave alone time. It just recharges you. Like you can, I don't know, just finding things you love as well. Like I never knew I liked reading and I do. I love reading. So like just little things that you pick up along the way through your self-discovery. But even just like starting self-discovery is so important, I feel. Yeah, absolutely. And I loved like on the reading and it just reminded me of what you both said about school. I love that you didn't do well at school because I was exactly the same. Seriously, Mm. school was like my last priority. And I loved telling people that that is not the end of the world. Like just because you didn't get what you wanted to in school, it means nothing. Like it's just another part of your journey and like kind of makes you stronger in a lot of ways to have to figure out a path without the traditional I went to uni or I, you know. And like unless you want to be like a doctor or a nurse or something Mm. and you have to go to university for that, I get that. But it's so funny you bring this up because I was staying at my parents' house in Ballarat where I grew up last night and so I was driving here this morning and I drove past my old high school (laughs) and I saw all the kids walking in and I saw this one girl and she was literally walking the track that I would walk to get into school every morning and it just brought back so many memories. And I was like, wow, like the amount of teachers who doubted me mm-hmm. and the amount and – and it's something that I could never explain. Like I literally came out of the womb and I was like, I don't belong in this town. I'm not going to knock it but – I'm here to do something so big and I can't articulate it because it doesn't exist yet. Mm-hmm. And I know that this school that I've chosen to be put into with these 26 people in my class that I'm being forced to be friends with, they, these people aren't serving me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is and I don't have the answers, but I know this is not my space. Yeah. yeah. I love it. It's like that intrinsic belief I always talk about, like, you know, when you're just so inside you, you know that there's something bigger or better, yep. but you don't know what it is yet, yep. but yep. You, you know it's there. Yeah. And that's, oh, I've got, sorry, I could talk all No, day. keep going. But I've got the only one last little bit of advice for people because I feel like this is such a big thing because people don't know what they want to be mm. and where they want to go and they don't mm. know what their passion is, right? However, the main thing I would like to give advice to people about this is don't chase what the actual thing or object is visualize the feeling that you want to have. How do you want to feel in your life Mm. as a woman, as a man, whoever you are, how do you want to feel in your life? And then everything will just fall into place. That is such amazing advice. Yeah. Because it does. It all comes back to that feeling. Yeah. And I actually say to people often as well, it's like, remember a time that you just felt so amazing. Like Mm -hmm. I actually remember the day that we launched the podcast Mm. and like that feeling of, you know, it's success. Like I have just 
put that in a like jar and I get it out every single time that yeah. I like need that boost. And it doesn't yeah. mean that that feeling is going to relate to the podcast again, but it's like I need mm. to feel like that again in my yeah. life. Yeah. And it's really powerful. It is. It's so, so Feelings powerful. Are the key. And I also feel like on top of that is like aligning yeah. with yourself first and it will come. Correct. Yeah. Like yeah. finding who you truly are and then it will come, which is something mm. you've taught me. Yeah. And and like by finding who you truly are is just mm. literally taking a moment at the start of the day to have a moment to ground so you mm-hmm. have self-awareness and can listen to your intuition. Yes. Like when I was finished at Bondi Sands, I woke up one morning and I just knew I was done. And it was the perfect job. Yeah. Like it, it, everyone was like, what? And I'm like, I know. But I just knew I was done. I didn't know I was going to make a nap. Yeah. I just closed that door. And the next one opened. And allowed space. Yep. And then, yeah. So, so powerful. Yeah. Would you have ever thought as a young girl that this would have been your path, both of you? Like could you have ever even imagined, even I guess when, Chloe, you started doing your YouTube, could you have ever imagined that it would evolve into what it is today? Honestly, no. Mm. I feel like just over the years it has like come together in a way. Yeah. And that's what I think is so exciting. Like yeah. I think we get so caught up in being successful or these job titles or yeah. how much money we're earning that we forget to actually just live in the magic and allow it to unfold like yeah. in front of us because the more planned you are. Literally. Just, like, like you're always that's right. feel like you're getting let down because yeah. it's like, oh, hang on, I'm being diverted and I didn't think I wanted to be diverted. Yeah, and you don't, like, this could be happening now. We do not know what's going to come. No, we don't. But We I, have no idea. Yeah, we really don't. But we know that, like, just from trusting my intuition more and learning mm-hmm. to trust my intuition more, mm-hmm. the ceiling to success now, like, I don't put a – a lid on it. Yes. Like my goals now, now that I know that I can achieve this, my goals now like are just so ballpark like to the moon and back that like all I just know and I can say this with such grunt now that we're going to change the world. You will. You already are. Like you seriously are. You are. <laughs> we get really emotional about it. But I don't know. We don't know how it's going to happen, but I don't know. We're just – something's taken over us. Well, we entered Canada yesterday. <laughs> I know. We entered Canada. I know. We got oh after the day goodness. in Canada. Are yeah, you serious? Did. Girls, that is so incredible. Do you have moments where you do just like really pause and celebrate a win? Well, uh, no. On the way here, I'll cry just randomly sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you cried last night. Yeah. I cried on the way emotional. here. Feeling the feels. Just happy. Yeah. Just like, oh, my God. It's so important, though, to, like, so many of us don't pause to take, to reward ourselves of where we're at or what yeah. we're doing. Like, it's the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And it's yeah. like everyone is achieving something. Yeah. Like, if we just allow the time to, like, be really proud of ourselves for, yeah. for what we're doing. That's right. Definitely. It's something that I'm really working on at the moment is, like, just yeah. being really proud of where I am now. Because two years ago, I was wishing that I, like I couldn't have even yeah. thought that I would be here. You should be so proud. And yeah. you had a baby 12 weeks ago. Like, I know. Mate. Oh, like you are a super mama. Like already think of the impact that you're going to be having on her yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. Oh, thanks, girls. That's very kind, especially coming from both of like, you. That's All the wisdom that you can. Already. That's coming out of your podcast will be just going into your And little. being well, a role model. helping ro- create the wisdom, so thank you. Uh, but being a role model to show her that you're out there spreading such a positive message as yeah. well. Like, uh, 
That's so great. You should be bloody proud. Oh, that means so much. Thank you both so much. Honestly, I'm just like oozing with love talking to you both. It was <laughs> so, so, so incredible. Same. And look, I'm going to have I mean, to not- thank Liv as well who's here because she definitely got me onto you girls. I'm um, totally not cool or up with the times, I'm not going to lie. And Liv was the one that said, Maddie, you are going to love these girls. You need to get onto Bloom. And so thanks, Liv. <laughs> thanks, Liv. <laughs> thank you. Thank you girls so much. All right. Thank, thank you. you so much for having us. Mwah. Did you just kiss the microphone? I did too, and then I was like, oh, you can Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five star review. For any products mentioned in today's show, please check the show notes below and hit the direct links. If you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at the Healthy Hustlers on Instagram and send through a direct message. Until next week, don't forget to invest in you.